Listener's discretion is advised. parties who are listening here tonight on this fateful Saturday edition of this podcast for the fourth season, Random Stuff. Now, let us begin with a bit of trouble. And by being trouble, I mean former President Donald J. Trump. Because Trump got gagged for the second time, according to the host of Late Night on NBC, Seth Meyers, and here is a little bit of that one. House Republicans still don't have a speaker after two weeks of humiliating, infighting chaos. So let's check in on their party's leader, the faraway frontrunner for the 2024 GOP nomination, Donald Trump. I mean, there's no way things could be going worse for him than they are for House Republicans, right? Breaking news here in Washington, District Court Judge Tanya Chutkin has issued a narrow gag order on former President Trump and the other co-defendants in his D.C. election case, prohibiting all parties from targeting special counsel Jack Smith, federal prosecutors, or court staff. Judge Tanya Chutkin said from the bench that Mr. Trump is now prohibited uh, from reposting any statements publicly targeting the special counsel, his staff, the judge's staff or court personnel, and also witnesses uh, to the extent that it involves their role in the case. That's right. Trump is prohibited from posting statements about the special counsel, his staff, the judge's staff, witnesses. And here's where it gets worse for him. Windmills, windmills killing birds, windmills killing whales, windmills killing birds that come back to life and kill whales, toilets, toilets that don't flush, toilets that do flush, and toilets that flush louder than windmills killing killer whales that come back to life to kill birds. By the way, this is now Trump's second gag order after he was already slapped with one for a civil fraud trial in Manhattan. If he keeps getting hit with partial gag orders from all of his court cases, the social media posts are just going to look like this. If you didn't get it, it actually says, A Trump election sad. Now, on that same night on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Kimmel followed suit after Trump uh, has been gagged, Trump posted this on Sunday, October 15th, when he got gagged, he posted this, and Kimmel have read this one as well, but here was a lengthy-ass post from Trump's Truth Social that goes like this. Tomorrow is a big day for democracy. A leaking, crooked, and deranged prosecutor, Jack Smith, who has a terrible record of failure, 
is asking a highly partisan Obama appointed judge, Tanya Chutkan, who should recuse herself based on the horrible things she has said to silence me. Though the use of a powerful gag order making it impossible for me to criticize those who are doing the silencing, namely crooked Joe Biden and his corrupt and weaponized DOJ and FBI. They want to take away my First Amendment rights and my ability to both campaign and defend myself. In other words, they want to cheat and interfere in the 2024 presidential election. Nothing like this has ever happened in our country before. It is strictly banana republic kind of stuff. These political hacks, oh, these political hacks and thugs are destroying our country. Let's see what happens on Monday, which was already happened, in the Judge Chutkin's courtroom. Will America survive or not? I'll be campaigning in the great state of Iowa, where I am leading by 50 points. Well, there you have it. That was the Trump rant on Monday night, actually on Sunday. But anyways, Kimball's team has decided to do something fun since Trump's been gag. It would have been, this would have been the post. And it says, tomorrow is a big day for me. They want to take away my banana. <laughs> Kibble is done again and was that? Oh shit! At this time of night. Unbelievable folks. We got some breaking news to share on this breaking news edition of Meanwhile on this Saturday night called Breaking Meanwhile. Now, in this Breaking news edition of Meanwhile called Breaking Meanwhile. We know what happened about the whole GOP Speaker of the House debacle. Now, two weeks ago, before the late night team came back, Kevin McCarthy has been ousted as Speaker of the House. Now, leading up to that, after McCarthy's ousting, the GOP is now searching for a new speaker. Since they have the majority at the House of Representatives and for the fact that it's a mess. And I think Jimmy Fallon has that explanation, folks. 
Well, some political news after uh, failing to gain enough support from Republicans. Congressman Steve Scalise has dropped out of the race for House Speaker. Yeah. If we're using Republicans to measure time, a Scalise is even shorter than a Scaramucci. I just came in for a quick Scalise. I mean, it wasn't a full Scaramucci. The House is a mess. McCarthy got voted out. Scalise couldn't get enough votes. And the interim speaker slams the gavel like he's playing whack-a-mole. That's right, the search for a new speaker has been pretty chaotic. First it was Kevin McCarthy, then it was Steve Scalise, and now it doesn't seem like anyone else can get enough votes. But tonight, the House finally picked a new nominee, and he's here now via satellite from D.C. Please welcome the new pick for Speaker of the House, Tim Barrett. Tim, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Jimmy. I'm very excited to represent my party and my country in this new role, and I'm ready to hit the ground running. Uh, now, now, Tim, what, what would you say your biggest goals are uh, to, as you take over the office of speaker? Great question, Jimmy. I think that above all, we need to come together. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Hang on, I'm sorry. So what, what, what's going on? What, what, what happened to Tim? Oh, he had dropped out. Uh, just, just now he dropped out? That's right. I'm the new nominee, and I couldn't be more excited to get started. Yeah, yeah, okay, but I'm sorry, but who, who are you? My name is Bill Doyle. Okay, Bill, I'm, I'm a little thrown off, uh, but I guess I'll ask you the same thing. What are your biggest goals as speaker? Party unity, Jimmy. That's where it all starts. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, wait who, who are you? I'm Jordan Roth, the new nominee for Speaker of the House. You're the new speaker nominee? That's right, Jimmy. Hank Remington. Nice to meet you. I'm sorry. Wait, another nominee for speaker. That's like the fourth one in a minute. How is this even happening? I know. It's a little cuckoo around here, LOL. Wait, I'm sorry. Tim, you're here again? You're, you're back in the running? No, I just forgot my car keys. Oh, okay, okay. well, that, that's enough. Will someone just tell me who the new Speaker of the House is? My name is Lewis. The new Speaker is Lewis, the target Halloween decoration? Okay, good. You know, I think we're done here. Give it up for the new speaker of the house, Lewis. And my name is Tatum. Now, seriously, let's let's go back to two weeks or maybe even three, if you're counting all the other things that happened before that. But seriously, this is all the things, all of the things that are going on. From McCarthy all the way to who knows what. Who knows who's going to be the speaker. And here is the timeline from Seth Meyers of Late Night back on Monday, October 16th. Where we go back to the search for the new speaker of the house. Now, I don't need to tell you we live in turbulent times. And in times like these, you need leadership. Democrats have Joe Biden in the White House. Chuck Schumer in the Senate and Hakeem Jeffries in the House. Say what you will about them, and there is plenty to criticize, but at least their status as leaders is stable. Now let's compare that to the GOP leadership, likely 2024 nominee Donald Trump, whose current top four suggested Uber destinations are courthouses, <laughs> Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who can often be found buffering, and the Speaker of the House, which is currently held by Interim Speaker Patrick McHenry, who, knowing the job isn't permanent, is banging every gavel like it's his last. <laughs> Impossible to prepare yourself for it. 
The Republican speaker fight has been a roller coaster, and not a good one. I'm not talking King Ka where you're laughing with your buddies, screaming, oh my God, I'm gonna puke. I'm talking about one of those real old ones. The kinds they have at county fairs where the seatbelt looks like it came from an 84 Ford Escort, and you get strapped in by a dead-eyed 17-year-old who reminds you both to keep your hands inside the vehicle and to make peace with whatever God you pray to. And as you make the first climb, you look into the footwell and you see three loose screws and a human ankle bone. Or you think, oh my God, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die listening to a Jason Aldean cover band. And if you do survive afterward, you check out the photo they took and you end up looking like this. Good news, you guys, good news. If we use that picture two more times, I get a free foot long at Subway, bad news. It's their new Rudy sandwich, which is just two pieces of bread and a bunch of Nuts. Now here, here's a quick recap of what's happened over the last two years. I'm sorry, I meant the last two weeks. Kevin McCarthy practically daring hardline Republicans to come after him. If somebody wants to make a motion against me, bring it. To which Gates responded, just did. He says he's coming for you. Can you survive? Yes, I'll survive. The Speaker of the House has been removed from his position. Some House Republicans have been in contact with and have started an effort to draft former President Donald Trump to be the next Speaker. A lot of people have been calling me that Speaker. On Capitol Hill right now, we have breaking news. House Republicans have nominated Steve Scalise moments ago as their new Speaker. I want to thank my House Republican colleagues for just designating me as the speaker just hours after being nominated to become the next speaker of the house congressman steve scalise says he's dropping out of the race i'm withdrawing my name as a candidate for the speaker designee another round of votes have just been had and now jim jordan is the new republican nominee for speaker right now it looks like the party's newest nominee representative jim jordan get this does not have enough votes from his own gop colleagues to win the speakership I would call House Republicans a cluster, but a cluster implies some sense of unity. They're more, they're more like a scatter. I've seen more organized groups of seagulls fighting over a potato chip. Whoa, well, fellas, let's just cast our ballots in an orderly fashion, and whoever wins the most votes, get Dorito! I gotta, you gotta remind me to listen to that seagull tape before we do the show. Sal, I can do seagull. I swear to God, if they didn't have the house to work at, I'm not sure half these guys could find a house to live in. You just see a pack of feral Republicans wandering through the woods arguing about which hole and hey, that's my hole. I'm running first. Usually a political party trying to gain power in a democracy wants to project competence, even if they have to lie. But Republicans are so mad at each other. They're just going on TV every damn day telling American people, we suck. Funding the government is part of our fundamental duty, and we can't even do that. So, and now here we are at the 11th hour with a clock ticking, and we can't even see a speaker. Man, that says volumes. At first, it was somewhat comical. Now it's, uh, on, it's bordering on the, uh, on the absurd. This is not responsible. We need to elect a speaker. This is petty. This is petty, and I'm getting freaking tired of it. People are looking for a perfect system. Uh, they shouldn't be looking at the U.S. House right now. How does that make you guys look? Makes us look like a bunch of idiots. Now, don't worry. You did already look like a bunch of idiots, literally. 
South Carolina Congresswoman Nancy Mace wore the A on her shirt for the Scarlet Letter, apparently not having read the book. Wyoming Congresswoman Harriet Hageman brought a lasso to a GOP meeting, hoping to finally catch one of them Duke boys. And George Santos wore a suit jacket over a fleece over a shirt and tie, a fashion crime more heinous than any of his actual crimes. Politicians spend millions every year taking out ads to convince people they should be in charge. Republicans are going on national TV every day for free, telling people, for the love of God, do not put us in charge. You know how rare that is? That's like our cue card guy, Wally, saying he doesn't want a line in the show today. You sure, Wally? Because you do still get paid extra if you say a line. Okay. But for real, though, bits aside. How would you solve this mess in Congress? Well, so- no, it doesn't count. <laughs> the infighting has gotten so bad, one Republican member of Congress just came out and said what many have long suspected about a large portion of the Republican Party. They don't actually want to govern. It's a tough scenario, but there, there are people in there that are honorably trying to get to the right place, and then there are people in there, as you know, that like to go on the TV and uh, are not necessarily negotiating for anything other than TV time. These guys want to be in the minority. That's exact. I think they would prefer that, because they can just vote no and yell and scream all the time. Yes, that's the whole party in a nutshell right there. They were Little League parents, screaming at the umpire through the chain link fence, drunk on thermos wine at 8.30 a.m. on a Saturday. But now they're the umpire, and it's a lot harder to be the umpire. You have to crouch for three hours, keep track of balls and strikes. Then every now and then this happens. It's the old one. <laughs> oh, no, I got the umpire. Don't worry, the umpire didn't die. He just wanted to. <laughs> Can we say what his face looked like under the mask? Republicans like yelling and screaming so much more than governing. They looked across the country at all 300 million Americans, picked the loudest screamer and said, yeah, let's make that guy the leader of our party. A guy who screams so much, he's now under two gag orders and still won't shut the hell up. The guy who does all his press conferences right next to a 747 just to prove he can out-yell a jet engine. But that really is the truth right there. Republicans are not a serious governing party because they don't have a serious governing agenda. They don't even have serious options. With each failed attempt to pick a speaker, Republicans don't get together and say we need to do better. They say we need to do worse. And nothing exemplifies that more than the fact Republicans have moved on to Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, a MAGA extremist who tried to overturn the 2020 election and played a key role in the January 6th coup attempt. Jim Jordan scored former President Trump's endorsement early this morning, which should come as no surprise. Here is Jordan in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, attending a Stop the Steal rally two days after Election Day. In the weeks and months after that, Jordan went on various right-wing media outlets where he attempted to sow distrust in the 2020 election and made baseless claims of election fraud. Jordan's name appears throughout the bipartisan report from the House Select Committee investigating January 6th. The report says that Jordan attended numerous post-election meetings with senior White House officials and Rudy Giuliani discussing how to challenge the election results. Even you put aside the attempt and coup and stop the steel rally, I think anyone who spends any time in a meeting with Rudy Giuliani should be automatically disqualified, unless that meeting is an AA meeting. Although, if you told Rudy to go to AA, I guarantee he showed up at an American Airlines flight with AA batteries. And that was today's joke about Rudy mixing up places and things. America! Even as Mike Pence, who, as you may recall, and... uh, (laughs) 
better. Even Mike Pence, who, as you may recall, and as he maybe doesn't, almost got killed by the mob on January 6th, had decided to back Jim Jordan, despite the fact that Jordan was on the side of the mob and tried to sway Pence to overturn the election. A CNN anchor pointed that out in an interview with Pence, and his answer was predictably spineless. Jim Jordan would be an outstanding Speaker of the House. The American people want to see the Republican conference come together, elect a Speaker, and get back to work. Well, it's interesting to me to hear you say that, that Jim Jordan would be a great Speaker, given he was someone who sent a text to the chief of staff on January 5th that outlined for you to violate the Constitution and block the certification of the election. I mean, do you really believe that's someone who should be third in line to the presidency? I have immense respect for Jim Jordan. He's a man of integrity, and uh, I've known him for many years. I, I, I was not aware of, uh, of his opinion going into January 6th. So my, that doesn't bother My interaction you. with Congressman Jordan in December was uh, simply over the legitimate objections that members of Congress were permitted to file uh, under the law. Of all the people who fomented a violent mob intent on murdering me, there is none I consider a better man than Jim Jordan. <laughs> It would be an honor to be murdered by <laughs> Pence's problem is there are no other options. Here's a perfect example. Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw made the case for Jim Jordan to CNN's Jake Tapper, who pointed out that unlike Crenshaw, Jordan pressured Pence to overturn the election, and Crenshaw basically said if that disqualified him, there wouldn't be anyone else. I'm supporting Jordan. I'm going to vote for Jordan. I mean, he defied the congressional subpoena, and he was trying to get Pence to overturn the electoral votes, but... Anyway, you're you're in the you're in the Jordan camp, uh, but a lot of them did that. If I if I held that grudge, I'd, I wouldn't have friends in right, the Republican two, conference. That's two thirds of a lot of that's two thirds of the conference. That's a that's a, that's an excellent point. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was on an island there. Yeah, I hear you. I love how they're both laughing off that deeply depressing fact, but it is a fact. There are very few Republicans who didn't try to overturn the 2020 election. At this point, being a Republican who thinks Biden won is like being a vegan zombie. Do you have anything other than brains? That is the core of the modern GOP. It's not a serious or competent party that can be trusted with the responsibility to govern. As far as anyone can tell, their only discernible position is that January 6th was good, and anyone involved in that, whether it's Jim Jordan or Donald Trump, should be in a position of leadership. Their pitch to the American people is, elect us because we're a... Bunch of idiots. This has been A Closer Look. And this has been the pod monologue. Now, after this break act, we are going to go to the Quarantine Wild segment where Jimmy Kimmel caught up with Mike Lindell and George Santos. So stay tuned, folks, on this Saturday edition of the Unexpected Four-Episode Weekend right here on Random Stuff Season 4. For those who enjoy the finer things... The ones who blaze their own trails. When you demand high performance, all roads lead to New Hope, Minnesota. Redmond's Popcorn. Unparalleled design. Unrivaled comfort. And able to pop from 0 to 60 in 2.3 seconds. It's the only popcorn to receive J.D. Power & Associates Award for mid-size luxury snack. Now available in exclusive finishes like banana pudding, chili cheese, butterfinger, and for those looking to kick it up a bit, 
barbecue. How does Redmond's get every bite perfectly coated with flavor? Let's just say they go the extra mile. Only Redmond's popcorn is engineered for excellence. In fact, it's so good. I'm eating it right now. Mm. I know I probably should have waited until I finished recording this, but damn, this stuff is good. For current sales events, visit the dealership at 2738 Winnetka Avenue, Suite 150B. Redmond's Popcorn. Buckle your tongue, because your mouth is in for the ride of its life. Redmond. stage and he actually has an access to talk to two people in those two weeks of time of course I'm talking about what happened last two weeks uh, Jimmy Kimmel spoke to Mike Lindell about well the time that Lindell is about to let's just say he went broke and on October 5th, Mike Lindell got interrupted once again by Jimmy Kimmel himself. And, uh, well, the future is, um, you know what? Let's get to Kimmel for that one, because he's going to talk to him personally. Doesn't look bright for Mike. He claimed my pillow lost $100 million after a bunch of stores dropped his products. He had a liquidation sale at his factory. He sold his sewing machines. He sold 19 massage tables. He sold his trucks. He sold a lot of stuff. So I thought it might be nice to check in to see how he's holding up. And uh, uh, Mike Pillowman, how are you there? Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, yeah, hello, hello. Yeah, this Mike? is Mike Pillow with Mike Lindell. What's your problem, Mike? man? They ain't lumpy. No, those are them's patented slumber chucks. No refund. Mike, Mike. Uh, what are you doing, Mike? Yeah, who is this one? It's Jimmy Kimmel. Yo, Jenny Candle, where are you calling no, me? I'm not on the phone, Mike. I'm here. I'm on, uh, Holy, yeah. Holy cripes! Where have you been? I haven't seen you in ages. I, yeah. I thought they did a cancel culture on you like they did to Tupac Shakira. No, no, Mike. They didn't do a cancel culture. My show was off the air because of the writer's strike. Well, you said why I haven't been seeing no new episodes of Jody Loves Chachi? No, I don't think that's that's why. I think it's because that show went off the air like 40 years ago. But. Holy baloney. Time really flies when you spent most of the 80s sniffing booger sugar with Tila Tequila and Chuck Sheen. Yeah, that's what they say. It's, hey, I wanted to ask you, sorry, about it, this fire sale you had. Me. 
I know. Yeah. Who, who was it that had a fire sale? You said. You, you, you sold everything in your factory. How did the sale go? Terrible, Jim. Nobody can afford to buy a wheelbarrow full of dead pigeon feathers anymore on account of this Bidenomics, which is why for a limited time you could get eighty percent off using a promo code wheelbarrow full of dead pigeon feathers. Uh, so, also, sir, so you're trying to sell nineteen massage tables. I'm, when I'm wondering why a pillow factory needed 19 massage tables. Because in the state of Minnesota, if you have 20, that make you register as a brothel. Oh, okay. All right, well, that makes well, what sense. What now? Your pillow caught fire? Yeah, well, of course it did. It's highly flammable. Stop smoking, you dumb dumb. Hey, okay. you come <laughs> Mike, what's what's going on over there? What did that guy Dominion do? Dominion sent their goons here, and now they're ransacking everything that's not glued down. Oh, Good no. idea. I'm Man, sorry. I'm Wait, what are you doing with your computer? <laughs> oh, Mike, don't drink the glue. Do I not... have to. I need the vitamin G. Well, no, you, I don't think you do. Hey, I think those people are probably repo guys. They're probably taking the stuff because you owe money. Wait, no, 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 you can't take that. Nope, no, we're not taking that. I won this one fair and square. What is that? I won this down in the Lake Winnebagosh's dog eating contest. You mean hot dog eating contest? Well, of course they're hot. You gotta cook them. You ever try to eat a cold Dalmatian? No. That's a good way to get hookworm right there. <laughs> oh, Mike, I also read the American Express slash your line of credit. No, oh, no, no they... that's all square. Now I do all my bacon with Mexican Express. Oh, I've never heard of Mexican Express. It's great. To make a deposit, you just hire, you gotta hire a coyote to get you across the Mason of Lupe. And don't forget to bring a treat for the coyote, or it'll eat your dinglemajig. Oh, wait, it's an actual coyote? The plates, the plates. No, I paid good money. These are my Jan 6 commemorative plates. Oh. I just got the one of that Viking fella taking a squatter on Speaker Pelosi's top drawer. Oh, they're beautiful. Everybody's so gonna yeah. get I really hope you're doing okay, even though it seems like you are not. Well, don't worry about me. I'm running out of food, but in just a few weeks, I can start eating pumpkins off my neighbor's porch again. Okay, well, yeah, that's hey, good. Bring that back. I was using that as gets homeless or maybe live in a forest and claim that he discovered Bigfoot. Man, Mike Lindell is literally in the world of hurt. And he is probably going to be, I don't know, homeless? Maybe, yeah, like I said, he might live in a forest claiming he discovered Bigfoot. But now let's shift to Last week, when Jimmy Kimmel actually found George Santos, well, doing stuff, being a con man, and once again, here was his conversation with George Santos last week. 
Not anymore, I guess. So it's good he should get used to being in a confined space because the prison walls are closing in. His former campaign treasurer pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit fraud, and his fellow Republican congresspeople in New York just introduced legislation to expel him. For obvious reasons, Santos has been dodging reporters, but we think we might have tracked him down. And um, he's, if we could, yes, there he is. Congressman Santos, is that you? Uh, Quién es Congressman Santos? That, yeah, that's you. No, 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 no. Me llamo uh, uh, Gloria Stefan. Okay, well, that's... Uh, Gloria, what's with the costume you're wearing? That is the costume. It's not a costume. It happens to be National Hispanic Heritage Month. So thank you for being an insensitive white Diablo. I'm so... I'm insensitive. You're the one dressed like Speedy Gonzalez for no reason. Are you trying to flee the country? Is that what's going on here? Why would I try and flee the country when everything I've been accused of, I'm innocent of? All those crimes, I did not commit. Uh-huh. Where are you going, then? I'm going down to Brazil to work on my charity. What charity are you working for? Dogs. Did you say dogs? Yeah, I've been working on dogs for many years, but you might not have heard about it because I'm not exactly out there tooting my own horn about it like a lot of people I know. Your charity is dogs. Can I okay. make a donation? I love dogs. Oh, uh, yeah, this seems just about right. Okay. There we go. All right, well, now, hold on. Now it seems like you're doing a drug deal. What? That is absolutely outrageous. These are neck pillows for my friend Dale's upcoming vacation. <laughs> Who is Dale? I'm Dale. Oh, hi, Dale. Oh, Oh, uh, George, George, before you run off, why were you charged with identity theft? What was going on there? Oh, there was no identity theft at all, okay? My husband, Mateus, and I were going undercover as all-American teenagers at Sagan High to infiltrate an illicit drug ring. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Sagan, isn't that the plot of 21 Jump Street? Wait, I don't even know what you're talking about, Jimmy. I've never heard about that before. Uh, it looks like I won this round, Jimmy. Okay, yeah. Well, he's, um, George? No, oh, Yeah. <laughs> George. Anyway, you said yesterday you're not planning on resigning despite all these new charges. Why wouldn't you just resign at this point? Because the people of New York or New Jersey or wherever I'm from, they deserve to have a voice. A voice that stands up for the Constitution and the rule of law. Yeah, but... There he the, is. Me. Uh, I have to get back to some important work with my constituents, okay? Okay, but I thought you were going to wait to Brazil to work on dogs, no? That's crazy. I'm in Washington, D.C. doing the people's work right uh, now. Well, it, it, does, it seems like, it actually seems like you're um, right here. <laughs> well, I'm not, Jimmy, I'm not. You know, I can literally, I can see myself behind you. Oh, yeah. Look, it's George Santos, everybody. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Everybody shut up, shut up. Shut up, everyone. If the feds come in here, nobody saw me, okay? This is not the congressman you are looking for. Was that a Jedi mind trick you just tried there? Yes, it was. Did it work? It did not work. No, it did All not. Right. I guess I'm going to have to run then. Okay. Well, George, you can't keep running. You can't run forever, George. We're going to catch up to you eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Jimmy... That's where you're wrong, because I'm always two steps ahead of you. You might have think that you had me cornered, but this was my plan all along. You see, my secret, Kimmel, that you don't know is that I thrive in chaos. Okay. Um, why? Uh, are you getting into a crate? 
No, no, that's not a crate. This is a sensory deprivation chamber. It's very peaceful for me. Okay. Vamos, muchachos, andale. All right. Well, I guess um, that's and he's on his way to Brazil. I guess uh, charity work now. All right. Our future former congressman, George Santos. Oh, my God. Well, that's, that's unfortunate. Now George Santos has to go to the hospital for this, and maybe he'll probably do it under a different alias. So that might be, well, a bigger conflict of all the George Santos conflicts we have all heard and know and make fun of. Anyways, why don't we move on to a little bit of a song after this brave ad. Maybe I should tell you it's a mashup. Yes, because it is a mashup. So. We're gonna go there and we're gonna stick around after this brave ad, like I said. So stay tuned on this Random Stuff Saturday edition in the middle of our fourth season right here on your favorite podcast apps. Do you have a Donald Trump problem? The Republicans haven't resolved their Trump problem. I think Donald Trump gives us problems that you just can't seem to shake. We're still seeing a Republican Party, though, that can't quit Donald Trump. You wish it would go away. The short message to Donald Trump, go away. But when you try to quit, count me out, enough is enough. It never seems to last. Can we move forward uh, without President Trump? The answer is no. Now there's help. Introducing Nicodump DT, the transdermal patch specifically formulated to help manage addiction to Donald Trump. The patch goes to work fast, releasing a patented blend of lithium, fried chicken, and libtard tears to help curb your appetite for Trump and start living life again. Ask your doctor, if you believe in doctors, about Nicodump DT. It's time to move on. It's time for Nicodump DT. From the makers of Ronda Chantix. folks on this very faithful Saturday edition of Random Stuff Season 4. Now let's get to some song listening right here. And I found this on YouTube and it is a mashup between the song of the police called Every Breath You Take and Sean Combs' I'll Be Missing You. Yes, the song I'll Be Missing You used the uh, samples of Every Breath You Take and of course, partially the uh, the chorus also, and all the other things in the song, Every Breath You Take. And this one is uploaded by GTI Star 83 13 years ago, to be exact. 13 years ago. So enjoy this Every Breath You Take, I'll Be Missing You mashup, uploaded by GTI Star 83 with Puff Daddy and the police.
show. I lace the track, you lock the flow. So far from hanging on the block with dough. Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Through your family, I fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see. If you open up the gates for me, reminisce sometime. The night they took my friend. Try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feeling's hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death.
mashup of the police's Every Breath You Take and Puff Daddy's I'll Be Missing You, uploaded by GTI Star 83 13 years ago on YouTube. Now, if you want to actually go to YouTube and listen to it for yourself, you can listen to it again and jam it till the day you die. Now, after this brief ad, we wrap up our Saturday edition of Random Stuff Season 4 right here in the month of October, so stay tuned, folks. Closed captioning for this podcast is brought to you by the following. Now that the strike is over, it feels good to be back. We are back. The talentless, low-rated creeps of late-night television are back. It's like all of Melania's birthday wishes came through at once. I knew there was a reason I didn't want to see it settled. The writer's strike is over, and the true losers are back. Bing, bing, bong, bong. Uh, thanks for the plug. And bye. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Friends, we're battling historic drought. The water waste is so damaging to the environment. So, I'm reversing our reckless policies towards showerheads. Too much water pressure is bad news for lakes and rivers and you and me. You don't want water blasting out of your showerhead. You'll wind up on your ass, man. That comes to slick, Jack. We're all getting older afraid of taking a bad spill in the tub. That's why I'm also pushing for lots more safety bars in the shower. Catch them when you're going down. One of them little doors on the tub so you don't keel over when your knees are acting up. Fall like that too. When your hip's bugging you, you get your own nurse to sponge you off. I'm President Joe Biden and we'll leave the light on for you so you can kick back, relax, and pee in the tub. That seems like a weird... Saturday edition of the Unexpected Four episode weekend on Random Sub Season 4 in the month of October. Now we're gonna wrap up that uh, Unexpected Four episode weekend in the month of October tomorrow. So be sure to tune in. But until then, nighty night, folks. <laughs>